It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What, as AJ would say, what's happening? Welcome in. It is episode number 172 of Jobbing Out, boys. Episode 172. Is that how many miles you did something? Yeah, I I wish it was only 172. Jesus, it would have been really nice. 172 is how many days the vacation felt. It certainly felt at least 172 days. No, boys, 172. It's wrestling related. It's not related to me. It's wrestling. Um, How many times? I don't know. How many liters of blood they lost in that uh, match on might, Dynamite? Might, might have been. Uh, no, it's the uh, it's the number of victories that AJ will fall short of matching Goldberg's streak to start his <laughs> career. <laughs> nice. 100, That's 172 yeah, short. Just, nice creativity there, my friend. Yeah, I actually prepared something for today, which I'm going to guess is slightly more than anyone else has ever prepared for any show that we've ever done. I don't know. I prepared a good number la- the when the show you missed. Did you? I, did I, you? I did, did not. I did not I get think, a chance to listen. Dude, I think your rap might be the most. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That is true. I did. I murdered you guys. Jesus, I'm the greatest rapper in the history of jobbing out. It's really remarkable. <laughs> All right, uh, we are back. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, uh, AJ. Unfortunately, I mean, you're back. We've been. Oh uh, yeah, you guys did a show. I keep forgetting you did a show. You did one. Yeah. You didn't do a show the previous week. You did right, one we show one week, and then we did was the two of us next week, which got rave reviews. Got a lot of people. Oh yeah, my DMs it's weird. Saying how really, good it was. really weird. I didn't see any of that. Didn't see any of that on social you media. You weren't part of it. They didn't yeah, want to embarrass real, you. Real weird. That's why it was real just in the DMs. Weird how that works. Um, I, because I I don't know like how much you guys got to talk about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan last week. I don't know if that was the crux of the show that you did. Um, it can. Conti- it was like the back. It really continues to be the most significant story in professional wrestling right now. And in in the context, by the way, I've watched everything. And I say watch, I mean, like, at some point it was on in the background and I was aware of what was going on to some extent. There's probably things you're going to tell me that happened while I was gone. I'll be like, I don't remember that at all um, because I was legitimately watching second it's not even second screen. It was like second screen to the second screen. It's a, it's big boy. It's the backup plan to the backup plan to backup your backup plan. Like that was how I was viewing wrestling while I was gone. But technically, I hit play on all of the shows that I missed while I was gone. So I'm aware there is nothing in professional wrestling that is as significant as us playing the waiting game right now. For Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, and and what the ripple effects of that will prove to be, and that's the part that I'm struggling. Brandon, you, I think you hit mute somehow. I think you muted muted yourself. <laughs> so bring yourself. It's fun to watch you try to talk. <laughs> but you're wrong. There's actually a equally as significant return. Oh, Bill Gold. Do you, you want me? Do you really want me no, to lose no, my no, mind? No, no, no. We got the return of Ridge Holland this week. Oh, Ridge Holland. <laughs> <laughs> for, that for some reason is a really big deal yeah. to them. I, I don't know why, but 
He's as important as Daniel Bryan or CM Punk going to AEW, right? I, 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 yeah, it's very important. I, I joked a little bit, uh, by the way. Like, if you missed, if, if you were really upset that you missed my take on Bill Goldberg, there are plenty of shows that you can go back and listen to to find out what my take is on Bill Goldberg being back in the WWE. Um, I'm, I am, I'm conflicted, right? And I'm conflicted for a couple of reasons because, unlike the number of times that AEW tried to sell the idea that they were making a significant signing, these actually are. And and that's the... It, it's weird. It's the shame of what they were trying to do in the past, trying to get me to believe that it was a big deal that Christian was showing up, trying to get me to believe that it was a big deal that fucking Sting was showing up, something along those lines, which were, which were turds. I mean, they were, it was nothing. This is a really big effing deal but it also invites the conversation about the the thing that everybody screamed about, all the AEW people screamed about. You can't just be a company full of, of former WWE guys. That's not what this is supposed to be. And and it this is why e- eternally everything always walks a fine line when we talk about AEW. I'm I absolutely want I I'm I, the CM Punk thing is what it is, right? Like, it's what it is. And we also have to acknowledge that CM Punk is at an age and has been out. I don't know what he's going to want to do. I don't know if he's going to want to wrestle every week. I don't know if he's, I don't know what that's going to look like. Or if he still thinks himself a celebrity, um, despite the fact that basically every, I guess the comic book thing has been pretty successful. Um, clearly, the fighting thing was one of the great failures of the 21st century. Um, I, I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm. I have so much conflict here. I have so much. I I, I want to take it step by step. I begin with the. Everybody wants to anoint this as a transcendent moment for AEW, and I don't know that I can't. I would say that it isn't, but at the same time, it does spit in the face of those same people were also the people that were saying this can't just be a company full of former WWE guys. So this is an this is an interesting case for these guys because uh, there was that point we you know we were talking about guys who th- they could bring over and you were like well there's these certain guys guys who don't represent WWE you know they yes they went were at WWE but they're not WWE guys and I almost wonder if because of who they are because of what they represented even before WWE and, and there's no question that these guys are WWE they became the biggest stars because of WWE but because of who they are do they fall under the well, these guys are just WWE cast offs, you know. Well, and, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan in particular, is most certainly not a WWE cast off. There's no. Right. And, there's, and I would say the same thing for CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk, you can make. I mean, he was a big deal. Like, oh no, he was he a massive indies, deal. Nobody's, nobody's, yeah. de- nobody's debate. Well, that's not true. Brian Danielson was a far bigger deal as an indie than CM Punk was. Because the indies were bigger in the late 2000s yes. than the mid-2000s. Correct. Yes, CM, without, without question. CM Punk is a WWE creation. I, I mean that with all due respect. CM Punk was not... The, the, nobody cares about CM Punk coming to uh, AEW for any no, reason other... No, to this degree. You're no, right. no, no. And, and in this, to almost any degree. He I would, disagree with that. Dude, he's Eddie Kingston. Like if without WWE, he's okay, not but, even okay, Eddie Kingston. Well, then, without I mean, then, WWE, yes. Yes, yes. I mean, okay, you're right. He's not because there's nobody who can be. A, a I disagree. Mega star Brian Danielson WWE. coming to would be a massive deal. Kenny Omega was a massive deal without there being any WWE. 
Brian Danielson, if he was never in WWE, would be a big deal. He wouldn't be this, but he would be a massively right. big deal. CM Punk would and be... Now, I think CM, CM Punk, when he signed, was, and again, to a slightly lesser degree, but don't forget, like, 06, 07 was not a... There was not a huge difference in the indie scene between 06, 07, and 09. We're talking about a two- to three-year stretch here. And CM Punk was a huge deal in Ring of Honor. He was as important as anybody in Ring let, of Honor. Let, now, let, yes. Let me give you the perspective of someone who, who doesn't watch any of that. When CM Punk came into WWE, I thought it was cool. He, he looked cool. Not a lot of people that in my circles were talking about that. When Daniel Bryan signed with WWE, that's all I fucking heard about. Like... This guy that's on this shitty NXT show where they're drinking soda and all this. Like, there was so much buzz for this guy that I immediately paid attention. You know what I mean? The, the same buzz did not exist when CM Punk came into WWE. It, it just didn't. And, and, I, and again, I'm just saying that right. as someone but, who had to receive that from somewhere versus someone in that bubble that might have, you know, that might have. But th there is. To, to, to flip it backwards, I'll give you this. I think WDB had a bigger impact on Daniel Bryan than it did on CM Punk because of when CM Punk got out. Because CM Punk never became the guy that came out to, to say, welcome to Monday Night Raw. Because he never became the guy that was doing the Today Show. Because he never was on a, a Bella reality show. Things like, There was more WWE-ification of Daniel Bryan than there ever was with CM Punk. I mean, he, he touched on it. Like, I do I do remember, like, old school Raw. He was the guy that had to put over, you know, you guys should cheer more for Jake the Snake, Jake, things like that. Jake the Snake, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, there, like, there, there was, was some was of that. Where, you know, pe people were talking about the pipe bomb in But that was a different thing. But the, but the pipe bomb was, was still a counterculture concept. Exactly. It was never, exactly. that wasn't going to be. And I think we're almost getting into the weeds too much about it as, as far I, as the WWE. Because I think that there's a point where. When people say they don't want this to be WWE, they don't want castoffs to be there. And Daniel Bryan, no, 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 and CM that's Punk not. No, not you're, you're wrong about that. They don't want it to be WCW, and WCW right. wasn't castoffs. WCW was guys at the height of their career. For what it's worth, even more so than what W than AEW has done to this point. WCW was the absolute top stars in WWE suddenly showing up on WCW. They were very people were very well, clear. But no one, no one had a problem with with uh, Kevin Jer Nash and Chris Scott Jericho Hall. came out of, went out of his way to do an interview in which he said they, this is not what they want the company to be. Right. Which is hilarious because of who he is. Right. right. That, but, but, yes. You know, correct. But frankly, for what was it, the one that was like for no with no I, disrespect, the company was Chris Jericho when it was launched. For as much as as yeah. Cody Rhodes wants you to believe that it was him, AEW was relevant to on day one because Chris Jericho was there, and that's it. And that's yeah. the reason it was and relevant he because made of Chris some Jericho. Highly publicized comments that were to the effect of "Stop asking us when all these WWE guys are coming here because that's not what we're all about." Right. Correct. And there were a lot of AEW fans that lined up with it. And I get it. This is where two things cross. AEW fans will say anything. We've, we've done gone down this road a million times. It, they will say anything and then immediately say the opposite thing because what they're really saying is whatever this company does is what we love. It doesn't matter if it literally contradicts something we've said in the past. It's like talking to people about politics now. You care about what the guy on your team says, not anything that that guy stands for. And that's what it is dealing with AEW fans. But let's They take also a like this way more as shots fired than as the guy coming to their show. I mean, let's be honest. They think... 
this is fans like this more just because it's like ha 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 look what we I, did to I, the other I, company. I, 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 I think we have to separate these guys from many of the other signings because well, it is different. Well, it's far more significant. I, I'll give you that it's more significant, but I don't. I'm not going to join you there in the broad. A broad topic of AEW would be stupid not to sign these guys if they could, I, and then that's what it comes down to: is they would be idiotic. They would be cutting. You know, it it would be the most moronic things because outside of somehow getting Brock Lesnar or John Cena, these are two of the most significant guys in the wrestling world that they can get. Well, I mean, I don't know what yeah, what your number is. The two is it two of the ten? Yeah, sure, it's two of the ten. There's no 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 debate about that. And I would say at this point, Daniel Bryan's one of the five, right? Like, yeah. and and CM Punk, a couple of years ago, might have been a top five. He's not at this point, I, and I do think that's part of what's. I am not. I, and I mean, this is all due respect. I at this point, I'm kind of out on CM Punk's return. I I am, the, and this is what happens when you fail at something so miserably. It really looks like you're sticking your tail back between your legs now and going back to wrestling. I am, I have, if CM Punk is committed and cares, and this isn't just about him, and and it's less about him wanting to be famous and less about him getting a paycheck and more about him wanting to add something to AEW, then down the road, I revisit the right to say, nope, this was not, I am, I am so out on excitement about CM Punk because it's been so about him and it was so embarrassing him doing the fighting thing and Dana White allowing him to do it and it, it's I'm I am not interested in CM Punk today today I'm not if, if if a different guy shows up if the guy from 10 years ago is the guy that we get you know I'll let's talk about that at that point Aaron literally said this last. Like, I mean, this is exactly what Aaron brought up last week. Was like, if we get the guy that we think he is right now, this is not going to be great. No, but if no. we get the guy that we remember from from right before, he, well, you know, maybe a couple of months before he left WWE, this could be really significant for them. Correct. But it's just hard for me to believe that at this point in his life, I'm ever getting that guy again. Right? Like, it's I, maybe getting in the right environment and some level of competition. I, I don't know. I don't know what brings that out of someone, but this guy has seemed far more interested in being famous than he has been in being a professional wrestler. And because of that, I can't pretend personally, I get why it's a big deal, but I can't pretend personally like I'm super excited about CM Punk being back on the show every week. It feels more like... Brock Lesnar, frankly. It feels more like a guy that's here to get a paycheck at this point in his life. Daniel Bryan anywhere, of course. Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson, whatever his name is going to be. That Anywhere he is doing anything, it's significant. Now, we also have to be fair when we talk about it. For the last year, we've been talking about Daniel Bryan probably being at the end. And us to suddenly say... Daniel Bryan showing up somewhere else dismisses that, makes us believe he's not at the end. That's a, it's a tricky thing to do. We have spent the majority of the last year talking about the end of Daniel Bryan's career. As a full-time wrestler is what he said, not the end, the end. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's that, this Matt... A guy showing up to do the, the, the Brock Lesnar bit is not interesting to me. Well, then guess what? There's zero chance he's a full-time wrestler. And, and I, I that's, would, and well, what, what's the full-time wrestler, though, is the question. 
in in AEW because they don't have pay per views every month. Because uh, they don't have house shows. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, uh, if yeah, I mean, it, it, are are we talking like if he shows up every other week, is that a full time wrestler? I mean, he wasn't a full time wrestler in WWE for the past right. Year. Exactly. I mean, because don't forget, like, yes, for the past year, and mainly because he took that time off during COVID, we've been talking about that. But before that, he was the biggest thing in the company. You know, he was still the. But he best was doing. Thing in the he company. was doing the same thing though. He would take a month off here and right. there. Right. Oh yeah, and then. Well, I, I'm saying, that by like, the way, that by the way is not nearly. If 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 you're. Right, that's if, what I'm saying. If it's something like that, if it's if, just if you're schedule. if you're a full timer for six months of the year, like if if for that works for for, me. for a month, you're there every week. That's a far different thing than yeah. than and every what, other. That's week. kind of what I expect is maybe you know he's not going to go for the next you know fifty two weeks a year for the next two years. But is he going to go four months and then a month off? Something here's, like here's that. Here's the trick. I think it's I think it's twofold. I think if they if he could work the way Moxley is now, okay, that's one thing. But secondly, do you want a bunch of people doing that? I mean, there's two different conversations. Well, I mean, right? the argument might be yes, just because they have a. We keep going back. They have a people problem. They have too many people. They have their answer has always been, and yet they want to bring. I don't want to shit on. I'm sorry. I I I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save. It. I'll save what I'm going to save for. They just keep wanting to throw more people at it, right? Like there's this WWE's evil because they're releasing people, and we don't release people. We We're just sign, sign everyone. everyone. We just sign a million people. We have the largest roster in the history of professional wrestling, and there aren't things for all of these people to do. There, there just there aren't. You, you can't. Other than to keep wrestling on dark and have sixty people watch you, or whatever it is that people watch you on dark, um, you can you can keep doing that eternally. But they have a people problem, um, and, and so based on the way they're booking, at least the locations of the new show, you would suggest all the same fucking guys are going to be on. Well, I mean, they can't. Shows. They sure as shit can't do a show at the United Center on a Friday night without right. it being all of the stars. That can't but be. I mean, a... and, and well, I haven't looked to see where they are that Wednesday, but the first episode they're in Pittsburgh for both shows, so all the guys are just going to be in town. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be really strange for them to send them all home afterwards, right? <laughs> right. right. Although they, it is the smaller building in Pittsburgh, it's not as significant. They play. They play at the uh, the Pit Arena in Pittsburgh. They don't play at the. Um, the Penguins Arena when they're well, there. Well, they couldn't play at the Penguins. I well, mean, I mean, they're, they're, they're playing no the way. fucking United Center, dog. <laughs> I was going to say they're, they're putting putting on some big shows, dude. I yeah. mean, but there's an, there's and I, I get mean, the Chicago market is far big. They couldn't. I if what they, you're saying is they, they also couldn't stunt book that building by having Darby Allen basically. Tell yeah, you say that CM Punk, Punk is debuting. I understand yes. that. I understand that, and that's the that's the way that it works. I totally get that. Um, I I am I'm I'm in a weird place, right? Where, what I'm really trying to say is I think. I, I, I'm thumbs up on have I want Brian I am you want the truth this is the first time that I'm hurt by something related to WWE I really I really am that if this really came down to WWE being unwilling to fully allow Daniel Bryan to do more Japan stuff and that's really what the difference was that genuinely bothers me um, me too I've, I've had the same reaction. Like, it, it genuinely bothers me that that's the answer, and it speaks to them dropping the ball. This 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 comes off, and look, I, I'm not saying anything, anything but anybody doesn't know, this, this is the first time I felt like the WWE is looking like the NCAA. You keep thinking that your way of doing business is fine because it's worked for forever, and you're missing the point that it is eroding. Sure, you're still the NCAA. And for what it's worth, the NCAA was still the NCAA even as 
basketball players were choosing to play in Europe or choosing to go to the G League or whatever it was. They were still quite fine when the NCAA tournament came around every year. Everybody was watching the fucking NCAA tournament. But they could have been better by just not being so archaic. All you got to do is be willing to, you know, read the tea leaves, smell the room a little bit, and say, if we just do these couple of things that there's no reason for us not to do, we'll be in an even better position than we were. And this speaks to the the Twitch stuff. This speaks to the, why, like, in a world with no competition, I can understand why you want to monopolize everything. But the moment that people realize, hey, we can go do something else, maybe reconsider some of that shit. Maybe go back to the drawing board and saying, I'm not trying to over-dramatize it. I know that they like you know Vince McMahon was very dismissive of AEW in a call this week, and Nick Khan said something like, well, everything's competition. We're competing with sleep, which was a bizarre... Which is true for Raw. I mean... <laughs> you ain't wrong. Uh, like, and I'm not trying to over-dramatize it and make it seem like AEW is on WWE's level. They're not. It's not close. It's not anything like that. In the same way that the G League in Europe were not on the NCAA's level in competing for 18-year-olds. But it's the acknowledgement that this doesn't need to happen. Daniel Bryan didn't say, come hell or high water, I'm going to AEW. Other guys might have. But the, the other guys, that didn't really matter all that much for the most part. I mean, John Moxley was a big deal, I guess. Um, Daniel Bryan didn't say, come hell or high water, I'm going to AEW. Daniel Bryan was very clear. I know I'm at the end of my wrestling career, and Japan is a place that I care about a great deal. So I want to be able to go wrestle there. And the WWE absolutely should have done whatever was necessary in order to make that happen. And that's why it hurts. It hurts me that I have to watch Daniel Bryan finish his career somewhere else. I assume, maybe not really finish it, but go wrestle somewhere else over something as trivial as this. That bugs me as a professional wrestling fan. Look, if we get Final Countdown back, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. That's eh, what it comes down it to. Doesn't, no, no see, this, this, to me, and, and, and we have to acknowledge this too. I said this to Aaron last week. This very much so could end up being Bret Hart in WCW. Well, of course it could be. Yes. Of There's, course. I have a very hard time believing he's going to achieve anything that rivals Oh, the you almost it's almost impossible. And, well, and well, that wait, wait, that rivals what though? His best moments in WWE oh, in well, any I, way. Again, like if you wanted to say simply that, like he can't, it's, it's not possible. Like that right. moment at WrestleMania 30 yes, was it's it's not one of the single no greatest way. moments no, in the history of think wrestling. Think about th- Hold on, though. Think about this. Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant, right? Hulk Hogan stood toe to toe with the Ultimate Warrior. These insane moments. You could argue that Hulk Hogan, the NWO, is up there with those moments. But uh, but you would also He's argue still- that's the only WCW moment that actually still matters to this day. Like, but, but I'm saying, but I'm saying like. I'm not saying he can't. I'm saying that, like, it, exactly. and, and let me be, let me be fair. I'm not trying to say nothing else that happened in WCW mattered. Yeah. I'm saying that if we rank the top 20 professional wrestling moments of all time, is there anything besides that that would be Goldberg in WCW? Goldberg beating Hogan Goldberg in the Hogan. Georgia Dome. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's a maybe. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, no, and and certainly not. If if we're just talking moments, definitely not. Now, if we wanted to bring in matches or something into that, then we can have a talk about that sort of thing. But yes, moments. No, it's those two moments were as far as you know, spotlight moments. It was those two. So for what it's worth, Brandon, I I hear what you're saying. I still don't think that means that it. 
somebody would use that to say if you're Daniel Bryan, you shouldn't go to AEW, right? Like you should. You're the most significant part of your history is here. Allow it to be there, right? And I disagree with that. I have no problem with someone taking agency and saying, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to do it. This is, you know, I got no problem with any of that, right? Like, you have. My bigger concern is that he's wrestling like Lance Archer for a Japanese title and maybe messing around with the Dark Order and like just doing lost in the shuffle shit after they get whatever, they'll do whatever thing they want to do, right? They'll get the Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan match or whatever. But that ultimately he will just be a guy and he shouldn't just be a guy like in WWE. He was kind of just a guy, but because of because of what else he did there, he could still kind of be 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 elevated because of that. No, he wasn't just a guy. I mean, he was like he was Daniel Bryan. He was just a guy wrestling Drew Gulak every week and, you know, doing weird stuff for like a minute. But we talked about on the show, but we respected that. We respected it as what Daniel Bryan wanted to do. Well, And and that's the question. If if, but if we respect that and if he just wants to go out and say, I want to wrestle Lance Archer, I want to wrestle all these guys. It doesn't look the same there. I I know it doesn't look the same. I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're saying we respect the fact that there, that's what he wants to do. And that's you know, what sort might... of concerns me. It's like if he comes in and he's just wrestling like, uh, the, who's the guy from the Dark Order everybody likes so much? Uh, John Silver. Silver. Yeah, if he's doing shit like that, I just don't think that's what he should be doing. Well, Personally I mean, speaking, I, that's that fine. Cheap. As a as a fan, I think you can feel that way. But this goes back to everybody has the right to do what they. If that's what of he, course, if that's right. what he I'm wants to as do, the fan in me yes. is sad. Right. If that's. Right. What the rest of his I, career is. I, the the thing people are trying to do is ma- making this the moment where AEW matches WWE or like that's so patently absurd. I can't like you, you're dealing with an infrastructure problem that's so overwhelming. AEW had to invent a place to run a show in New York, which by the way is very cool, and I'm I think it's a great idea. But that's the infrastructure that they're up against. They had to go invent a new place in order to find somewhere to run because of the infrastructure that WWE has. That's the monster that you're up against. Now, does that mean that it will always be that way? Not necessarily. And does it mean that WWE shouldn't be learning, shouldn't be acknowledging some of these things and being willing to change, letting guys go to Japan, letting people do Twitch, shit like that? Yes, they should absolutely be doing those things. 100 yep. percent um can i can i say the thing i wasn't going to say a second ago can i can i get to it all right all right um look i've said before i'm done with death matches that's not the part of my i'm not in on it but i get that people there are there is still a crowd for them there are people that still enjoy them i i can't if you're into that i get why you were into the main event on wednesday night i can say this is like my little there are a lot of guys that are into my little pony it's not for me, but I don't belittle it, right? Like, it's just not for me. That's You want to be into My Little Pony, be into My Little Pony. If you still love death matches as an adult human with a right-thinking brain, love death matches. That's your thing. I don't love death matches anymore. I'm out on that. Um, for whatever juice there was, there is no bigger way to... Uh, th- there's nothing more anticlimactic that you can do at the end of that night then tell me that you've already lined up the next labor of Jericho and it's fucking Juventud Guerrera. There is no bigger pile of shit that you can take on whatever it is that you think you just did. Like, my... 
imagine saying you're going to have a death match where a man is going to attempt to kill you with a pizza cutter, and now it's going to get really tough next week. If you think this was bad, wait till next week when you have to face an elderly man who used to pretend to be other professional wrestlers. My God, you're in for it now. What a... Nobody wants to acknowledge it because you never... The people that love AEW don't want to acknowledge these things. You you don't announce that. If that's really what you're doing, you fucking don't announce it. It's the worst possible way that you could end that show and people pretending like that the crowd trying to act imagine doing that in wwe imagine if wwe did something like that it would be shit upon forever that fucking blue fuck all of you that are pretending like that was a good moment it was wretched it was horrendous and it's i'm sad because the rest of the show was actually pretty good I sure I, the, the, the rest of the show was good and and here's the other frustrating thing i'm in on jericho versus juventud guerrero fine just not, you can in, be not the way that that you yeah. you can be just that guy not that way. just don't announce it if it's really what you're doing yeah. don't announce it don't wait, wait till next week correct announce it next week correct let that moment breathe that you that you have gotten over as a big moment right like you have gotten this over let it breathe don't piss all over it by saying huh well this was only number two the next one what the fuck <laughs> you went well, well, what are they gonna say the week after that it's hornswoggle I mean, like I mean, my like, god like, it'll probably be like Dean Malenko, <laughs> holy! Dean Malenko in a submission match, and that's why that's why it's that was the funny thing. It's like, oh my god, he's it, gonna have it's to not, fight it's Tully. not that it's you have to face Juventud Guerrera; it's that you have to face Juventud Guerrera and beat him with a top rope move. Yeah. By the way, I apologize. I Juventud Guerrera is only forty six, which I would have lost that bit. I yeah, would have lost that I, bit. Seriously, I'm I'm actually just again that this is a pure you know honestly the Jericho Hoovy stuff uh, I loved back in WC so I mean again I'm excited to see the match that's, but I agree that's with you. fine yes you don't yeah. do it that way and also really it's not a labor of Jericho it's not Hooven to Guerrera you cannot sell as being that guy it makes I mean, Jericho no Jericho should kill him in five yes seconds. it makes no yeah. sense whatsoever but Jericho has to win with the top rope move so maybe he can't <laughs> sure sure <laughs> why wouldn't you have that be the 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 stipulation for a match against a current Top of the line professional but wrestler. Here's here's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, this is something he has to beat, win all of these five things to to win or whatever. Why why isn't he just? You have to body slam the big show. Yes, that's the and that's that's it. In eternally, it's the problem with all of this, right? Why wouldn't you yeah. make your labor be you? Uh, if you literally, if you breathe, you lose. What? That's the <laughs> right. problem with stipulations. By the way, at least this one, like beating Nick Gate. Yes. Death match. That's legitimate. 100%. It, admitting it's not my thing. I did not enjoy it because I don't enjoy those types of matches. But I get it. People do. People do. And as far as the story goes, it works perfectly for the story. It. It. I mean, the the pain maker thing was silly. Like that. Well, yeah. Was, yeah. That. That. But. But again, the that, idea that MJF is trying to make something really hard for him to do, so he brings in Nick Gage to have a death match. So either he loses because Chris Jericho can't beat Nick Gage in a death match, or Nick Gage kills him along the way. Correct. Uh, by the way, my favorite part of this that we talked about last week, Glenn, was that Nick Gage likes MJF. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that. there, he actually did put out something on Twitter. He was just like. 
Eh, you know what? I don't really like MJF, but they were paying me, and I get to wrestle Chris Jericho on national television. And, and, That's definitely it, not what, the way they're portrayed. It. I can I can see past some of that, right? Because like I can see that money. You can make a transaction happen via money, and that fits with MJF's character that I'm willing right. to do. I'm I'm even willing to work with this guy I hate because I hate him more. Like all of that kind of works for me. And since Nick Gage isn't a character on your TV show, who the fuck cares what his motives are? He, he's not your problem moving forward. He's here for for. 20 minutes then he's gone so that's not an issue um the the issue is just doing all of that creating that moment and then just taking the biggest shit you could ever take over that by saying well as it turns out i actually assumed that you weren't going to die at the hands of nick cage and so i'm giving you a bye week next week like what the fuck is that that's horrible and anyone who likes professional if you like professional wrestling in any way and i get it a lot of you are are trying to figure out exactly what that relationship is with professional wrestling and all you know right now is you like the thing that isn't wwe that's the only thing you know but if you like professional wrestling in any way you have to be able to view that prism and say that's atrocious it's an atrocious way to end your television program. It's I laughed. I legitimately laughed out loud watching the end of that. Like, are you kidding me? That's that's it? That's what you got? You want to do a wacky Chris Jericho, you know, the Hooventu Guerrera bit for whatever reason? I would first say don't involve it in the five labors of Jericho would be the first way that I would say doing that. But if you're going to do it, do not announce it. Do not try to make it seem like it's a big deal. Do do not step Just on the order. Make this second. Have Nick Gage come out after that. Yes, yeah, something like that. Anything like that. I mean, anything other than what and, you until do. next week when they tell you he's going to wrestle Tully Blanchard. Yeah, I mean, by the way, but that's going to be. I, I don't think you can win, beat Tully Blanchard right now. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do this. Cody Rhodes pretending like it is such an affront that Malachi Black went after. An old guy. Yeah. And that's how you're starting. That's what set Cody Rhodes off is we don't do that in AEW. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) That's all you do in AEW. That's the existence of your company is old guys. That's who you are. Again, like I get it. We've just decided we like all these things. We're not willing to like deal with any of it. But that was garbage. What a garbage way. You have not convinced me. In what world am I supposed to think that Malachi Black is the bad guy here? He's the whole crowd cheers for him. He's the whole crowd. And all he's done is tell the truth. All he's done is speak truth and go after old people, which is what everybody else in AEW does. (laughs) By the way, it's funny. This is the moment we've been waiting for because he's been acting like this, but the people that he's been against haven't been over, so it hasn't mattered. Yeah. But Malachi Black is fucking over with this crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for better or for oh, worse yeah. or wh- whatever you want to think this about is, him. This is it. Like this is it right here. The the shit or get off the pot moment for if this, boot, if this really boot. has been yeah. if this really has been the slowest of slow burn heel turns like people want you to believe. Like this is the moment right here. Like, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, gonna, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm yeah, just saying like this is the this is the testimony. Oh, just one one more thing, and I I want to take this back to the CM Punk thing, and and this has to do with, uh, the the first match, which overall was a good, you know, really good match. I loved the the uh, intro, and I thought the match was good. But if the idea really is that Adam Page isn't getting the title match at all out, like is this just because of CM Punk? 
Like that's the only logical possibility, right? Say, say, take me through that. So they You're, lost the five on five. I think five. it's a long con. Yeah, I think there are two possibilities. One is he gets it back and then he gets it. The other possibility is he's really not getting the match at all out. And the only thing that, you know, really makes sense is if he shows up on 20 on the 21st and gets that first match. Who, who's the number two ranked wrestler? I, there's no you can't make a case for somebody the, else. No, but the way that they said it was he loses his number one ranking. That was the way they worded it. I, I thought they worded it as they can't get title matches against. He said people. he said they lo- he would lose his number one ranking and therefore not be the number one contender. So my guess is whoever's two, you know, if, if that's the way they actually worded it. it I, I, I for the record, right now it's right now it's Jungle Boy. For the yes, Jungle Boy is currently number two. Um, I, I am more of the belief that it's it's. That that it will that it will be a hangman and this is just a swerve and and however it happens happens a, another thing and, and I just I hate to do this another thing everybody loves the basketball intro what if they had done that in WWE well I think there I is think it, no honestly, it, it only worked because they were trying to be douchebags and it was supposed to be uncool but, like, that, but this is but it, no it's everyone such, loved this asshole. everybody pretended no, like it, it was they, oh I I didn't this think was it, I thought, NWO I, level everybody pretended like this was so great when all it was was a cheap way for them to do a promotion for Space right. Jam and if WWE did that we did, would did murder them love it or oh they, yeah I, I thought they took it as this is douchebag no heels, people douchebag listen heels. to the crowd people loved it they, they, loved it okay. loved it. Absolutely loved it and ate it up. I, I didn't see that. I, I saw if, a lot of people being like, "Oh yeah, this is great for the characters." I didn't see people no. like going, "Oh my god, this is the greatest uh, thing." People I loved it. That. And if WWE did the same thing, it would go be, back and listen to the crowd when that happens. It's it's, it's through insane. the roof. I mean, it's yeah. through the fucking roof. It is. Yeah. People are batshit about it, and you can say, "Well, yeah, but they've been doing the North Carolina bit, so like it fits." It's. I'm telling you. If WWE did anything like this, Aaron tried to pretend like the fucking zombies were the worst thing that ever happened in the history of forever. And I thought because it was inappropriate for the characters, yes. That's and in this not, case, way, I don't I, think it was inappropriate for the douchebag yeah, heels. Well, here's here's my. You don't think it was actually, you don't think it was inappropriate for the douchebag heels to shill for a movie? Yeah, that's what douchebag heels should do. I mean, that's not something that douchebag heels don't shill for movies. The Miz, the Miz absolutely shills for movies for that's his own movies. He doesn't movies. he doesn't shill for some random issue. Hollywood movie. Oh, come on. He all, yeah, he does. No, he, he shills for his like, own. Hey, this is Miss TV presented by this, this, this. Here, here's the issue. I actually really like this. I, I did. I thought it was really, really funny. That's the problem. <laughs> I shouldn't like anything they're doing. Like, this was, we want to be cool, funny heels. This wasn't like, we are heels. This was like, look how funny we are. Everybody laugh with us. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they were making, they definitely them, were not making fun of themselves. No, they they were making themselves out to be awesome. Over yeah. than the other team who should be the ones that you want to be over with the crowd. They got a pretty big pop. Don't pretend that they didn't get a they really did. big pop. Yeah. Hangman did. The rest yeah, of that, them it, did that is, and it is oh, part sure, of it. Okay, yeah, okay, but it's about Hangman. Yeah. We, we've, we've gone down this line. It's about no, him. but my point is, if you want to push him as a huge star, how can you do what they did with you can't have the other team come out. Aside from the fact that I thought it was very entertaining and made me laugh, and I, like, but you, how do you have who's supposed to be your number one heel do something that you know the crowd is gonna like? Like, you know who the, these that's fans it. are. That, that's my only problem. I don't think it was bad. I don't have any problem with the. It, it's it, Glenn's point is accurate. These people would say that WWE was stupid for doing this. That doesn't make it bad. It's just the point to bring to, to bring up. I still thought it was entertaining and good. I just don't. It's hard for me 
to like, I feel like that's something the inner circle should have done. You know what I mean? As the face group, that feels more like if you're going to do that, it should be now, now again, where we are in the stories is a whole other. I'm just saying in general, not where we are in the current storylines, but in general, you would think your big face funny, like let's make the crowd laugh group would be the one doing that. Not the heel group. That was the only problem. Yeah, I, had. I, I think there's something to that. I Fair. do think there's something to that. All right. Uh, I guess let's let's switch gears. Let's go to WWE. Anything else sure. AEW related that you want to cover? I, I think Not we really. can move forward. Let's go to WWE. I got nothing. What do you got? Uh, whoever gave the green light to our truth being mic'd up for his match. Yes! Yeah, race. yeah, that was that was a win. That was You're right about that. By the You're way, right. it was a win. Why the fuck has it taken us this long to do something with Reginald? Oh, this guy it's a ten and a half, no doubt. No doubt. It's ten and a half. It's so great. It's Listen, so if, great. If our truth and Reginald feud for like the rest of the year, I'd be completely flip fine. forever. Flip yes. forever. I mean it's it's it is really good. Twenty four seven is those two Yeah. Yep. No, but and how much better did it make it that you could hear our truth being like, Oh sh- oh like, right, right. What, what are you doing there, man? One, damn match. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um, I, I, I don't, I really don't know what else. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't. No, no, no. Okay. Finn Balor, Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. What are we doing? That's a, it's, him. yeah, that's what it is. I mean, or maybe not squash, but beating him in a week. Like, you think that's what we're on doing. Smackdown? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be on SmackDown or not. I have no idea. But what I know is that they're, it, that's, that's not the story. That's something that they're doing Right. Deflecting. Oh, no, I, I think it's absolutely on SmackDown. I, I think it's the, whatever, what what day would it be? August 7th, SmackDown, or August 6th, SmackDown? That, I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. It gets you to SummerSlam. Correct. I mean, it's it's a it's a thing. It's it's so that Roman Reigns can continue to say, well, I don't care. I don't, I, this is, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not listening to you. I'm not, you know, that's, it's, I, but I mean, like I'm fine with it. I'm fine. Is this what you want Finn Balor to be doing? Not, not particularly, <laughs> but you know, whatever. I don't know that it's the end of the world. It's nobody's no. nobody's beating Roman Reigns. So like, I think, Again, they, I think as long they as he lo- doesn't get squashed. If he does get legitimately squashed, you know, the Kofi squash, I would have a little problem with that. But I think they like this that because because Finn Balor beat Roman Reigns. And so this gives them, like you said, a couple of weeks to say, "Hey, I beat you the last time we wrestled." Um, it, 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 I don't even remember what it was specifically, but they've shared that already it, it on also, it, social media. It, and I, I don't know that they will. It helps with the people that still want to boo John Cena to try to make, make it. Yeah, it's, you're right. it's one more stop along the way that that maybe he does something else to earn the right to face Roman Reigns and they're reminded they need John Cena to come face Roman Reigns because no one can beat him. It's, I, is it going to change? Is there will be booze for John Cena? It's it's going to happen. It's like be some, sure. Kurt, Kurt Angle was beloved and people still chanted, you suck, right? Like there will be booze for John Cena. You can't get rid of all of them, but by doing one more thing between now and then, can you maybe get, a few more cheers and a few less boos, perhaps. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and and the other thing is, it it just reinforced because they had gotten away from a little bit. The the Roman is deep down a coward. Like that's an important part of his character. And this kind of if he had just accepted Cena's challenge right away, 
Instead, he goes for what's presumably the easy, you know, in his mind, the easier challenge. It just, you know, reinforces the, oh, yeah, Roman Reigns is, is, you know, a bit of a chicken shit, which is good. Correct. Correct. Um, One of the things that jumped out at me this week um, was reminded that I I keep trying to tell you guys, there's nothing funny about Eva Marie's presence in WWE. She's real bad. She's not good at anything. There's nothing. Even even my wife texts me, why did they hire Eva Marie again? There's nothing that she she can do. She had like an okay week, and then it was completely pulverized by these last two weeks. She's incapable. There's nothing that she offers. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's not... You know, there's nothing that she offers to that company in any way other than being attractive, but they've got a ton of attractive people. So, the iconics were very attractive. Yes. And they could do stuff and be attractive. So, Aaron and I were talking about this last week. It's not obvious, but I guess, I mean, does it seem like we might be getting Nikki Alexa? As the match at SummerSlam. Well, no, it, we know what the match for Nikki is at SummerSlam. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We're getting the triple threat. Triple yep. threat. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, so before we knew that, we were co- a little concerned that if it was going to go the Nikki Alexa because of the previous story, that these other two assholes would have to be involved in the <laughs> in getting to that. But I guess we don't have to worry about that now. Well, I mean, I've got no, I have no beef with um, Piper Niven, dude with Dewdrop. I've got no right. Well, well, the way just, she's being used. Is, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's a bummer. But like, I, I. I don't think she's even doing a p- poor job. I think she's doing about well, as well as great. yeah right. she yeah. could possibly do. Just the it's, by the way, she's pinned Oscar. Yeah. Um, two I, or three. My, I guess my point is, I don't think that this has hurt her. Like no. in a way, I think it's making her a like at if at some point they they recognize what's going on and quickly get her the fuck away. I think she comes out of it looking quite good. Inexplicably, um, it's helping her while hurting the show. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Correct. that's fair. Correct. I mean, it's this is this is why I was so offended by the Eva Marie thing to begin with. Like, I there, she, you had to know that she was better at something. If you were going to sign her, you better damn well have known that she had improved in some sort of way. She has not improved in any way. She is a giant fucking black hole. There is nothing there. She has no business being on your television every week. It's horrible. It is, it's painfully bad how bad she is at the smallest. Now, and, and again, some of that's on them. Why they would take someone that's so bad at everything and put her into the Alexa situation is beyond me. You've got to be talented in order to be able to do something in that in that realm. This, this is, ooh, ooh, this gives me like, I, I get chills. Like that, like the douche chills. I get that. Like you... Do, do people not recognize what they're watching, right? It's like when I watch Kyle O'Reilly walk to the ring. It's oh, the same God. feeling that I have. We should do a pool. Like, what's worse, Kyle O'Reilly's well, entrance uh, or Eva Marie? Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I, at I least don't know. it seems like there were a lot of boos for Kyle O'Reilly this week. Yeah. So it seems like they're, they're, I don't know if they're intentionally course correcting or just, you know, kind of stumbling who, into who it. did he fight? Remind me. Well, no, he came out and, and attacked Adam Cole at the end of the night, but, and he well, was okay. showered no, with booze. No, hold on. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay, because I had the same thought. Is this the beginning of a double turn? Because I did have that feeling. I, it's the only thing that it should be, but yeah. but it shouldn't even be that. Th- again, they, they are really... Kyle O'Reilly's... It's not it's not a good heel. It's just painful. It's painful. I don't want to see it in any capacity. 
I, they have to re. I, they need to get it. They need to pause that and refigure out what's going on. The story they're telling is a classic. Kyle O'Reilly's got to win because he's got to be the conquering hero to to come out of the feud on top, and that's a massive problem. That is a massive problem, and it cannot happen. You cannot do that. That is horrendous. So, would it be better for them to do a double turn? Sure. But in what capacity do you care about Kyle O'Reilly as a heel? In the capacity that puts Adam Cole over and puts him on the main roster. <laughs> I mean, but, well, I don't... It's, it, well, hold on. You, you say like anything that happens in NXT has anything to do with what happens Correct. when he's on the main roster. Correct. Which, but, yes, it's out, very clear. Not, not true. Yeah, not true whatsoever. Really well, it, until until Jeff Hardy got injured, and then it turned into everything in NXT. So, so somebody somebody did a story this week that apparently they the plan was that Jeff Hardy was going to beat him again. Yeah, like, and he was. No. So I read this. The the story said he was going to lose again, and then he was going to continue to lose until Scarlet showed up, and then he was going to find his inner rage. And, and by the way, okay. Aaron, that's what I, I sort of said. I thought maybe that's what they were doing. That's that's weird. That's bad. <laughs> It's, don't don't call it weird. It's actually not weird. Like there there is some logic to it, but it's just flat out bad. That's a terrible. I mean, I think on a show. Okay, let's let me just. I'll give them a little bit of credit. If the show didn't already have Alexa Bliss and you know, not right now, but Bray Wyatt at one point doing mystical weird ass shit, and you wanted this to be your mystical weird ass shit thing, okay. But you already have that. Like you and can't. It, it's do... not. I don't think like, they've never been mystical. They've they, been they, she weird shot and fireballs at people. Yeah, it did happen. No, that's true. They did, that have did the happen. Fireball. I forgot about that the did happen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I forgot about the fireball. <laughs> I mean, I, they they got away from it, but at the beginning, she was very witch like, and so I, I don't know. The, <laughs> him moving like we didn't get a. T- I, let's talk about this just really quickly because you weren't here and we we didn't get the chance to talk to talk to you about it. We were laughing because. Jeff Hardy comes out, right? And did you actually watch that, or were you kind of adjacent watching it? I was adjacent watching it. I mean, the crowd, and I don't know if it was real or fake, and that's another thing we should probably talk about briefly, um, sounded like the Hardys coming back at WrestleMania for like two seconds, and his old music, and I'm pretty sure that was piped in crowd, because I, I can't imagine that's a Jeff Hardy actual reaction at this point i don't i don't i'm gonna disagree with that it, okay. when you when you're dealing with uh uh first show back and what we talked about like this is a guy we know we're all a little piped in that that's oh thing, I, but i don't agree i don't disagree that jeff hardy would it would get a big i i and it's you know it's it's his old music and the whole deal i i don't know that it's necessarily certain that that was there's certainly things by the way uh a aw pipes some stuff into yeah, people trying did. to people trying to make that. some make it seem like it's so. I, I we talked about this a long time ago. I it's why I think that WWE waited as long as they did in order to start doing fans again. I think the, the they re- recognize the value of telling you what they want you to think about certain people. They're, the piping in thing is going to continue moving forward. That's going to be a thing. You can be bothered by it. You can be offended by it. But the other company's doing it too. It's they they are taking advantage. Of the other company also tries to pretend things that are li- are live that are very clearly not live. So like, this shit exists in professional wrestling. We're gonna have to just learn to deal with it. So so the only thing I'll say about that, and this is what I said to Aaron, and and it, I think they need to be care- if they're gonna do that. I think they need to consistently do it because 
they're not doing some people favors by not piping in the crowd. Piping crowd for Nikki. Yeah. They did. They did this week. Well, they, it was very there, there was what there was one interest she had that was like kind of crickety. That was two was, weeks ago. But this week it was like fake crowd because they would you could tell because they showed the crowd and the crowd was doing absolutely nothing. And the cheers were were there. But, you know, the carrying Cross's entrance uh, two weeks ago. And, and, and that's the one that stood out. Maybe not this week. I'm not really sure. I mean, you can't pipe in. And I, again, I'm making an assumption here. It seemed like they piped in part of that hearty crowd there. You can't then have nothing. Like, put some booze. Put some, like, literally crickets for Carrying Cross was really awkward. It's all, that, and then all, there's, there's, all they've ever had for Carrying Cross is right, literally right. crickets. But there's other parts of the show where I felt that way, too. You know, it's like, I mean, okay, wait. Let's talk about the Rolling Loud thing. Okay, that crowd couldn't have given one fuck about anything WWE was doing uh, at that I, I think you're being uh, overdramatic no, about they, they, were, they, they, they enjoyed the entrances. They liked when yeah. they were big moves. But other than that, yeah. Yes. I mean, it wasn't, they weren't like super into it. No, but like the every notion. they showed the crowd, it was like. But that's every crowd everywhere anywhere anymore. Like all anybody does is take pictures on their phone any longer. That's it. No, I mean like looking at their phone. No, nah, I didn't see. I saw a lot of pictures being taken. I saw a okay. lot of pictures being taken in that crowd. That uh, that in videos and things. The like crowd that. noise felt a hundred percent produced. I, that one didn't. That one did not even stick out to me all that significantly. Like it. 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 It might have been, but it just didn't stick out all that. Particularly during it the stuck chat, out, it Gable stuck match. out at me. It, it stuck out at me for a different reason, simply because I thought that they kind of put the some of the wrong matches on there, and they should have put like Rey Mysterio on there, you know, something along those lines. And that, you know, I appreciate what they did, even though this didn't really work out. But yeah, I mean, what I, do you mean, I, I what do you mean by it didn't really matches. work out? Well, I, again, like like Brandon's saying, like they didn't. There were great swaths of that match where they did look they did not look interested in it at all but what was what do you think the point of doing that was you think that they thought well, it, they it were was gonna... just it was to look cool which it, it worked yes that's the point that's why i, it, I thought right, it was exactly a, i thought it was a great risk i i did not think it was a great i don't think i think the people there didn't care for it to be honest i, 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 I did not get i that. talked to a couple people who were there that would suggest that and and also um but aside from all of that, the weirdest thing they did ever was having some guy from the Atlanta Hawks on the screen tell the crowd about their pay-per-view in Atlanta. Like, what the fuck was that? I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that, I don't know, it's weird. That was huh? super weird. I mean, you're not in Atlanta, you're in Miami. Right. Like... I don't know, there's something very odd about that. But anyway. I mean, I. I'm I glad know. they're trying different things. Yes. And I, and I think it accomplished exactly what they wanted it to accomplish. The, the, there's no. I mean, this is all due respect. There's nobody that you're sending to that that's going to turn that crowd into a wrestling crowd. You can't do that. I mean, that's Ray not what Mysterio they're there for. Or something, maybe. They'd be mildly interested for a little bit, and then they wouldn't because they're not there for that. They're right, there right. for something else. So right. this was always what you were going to get, and the idea was to look cool, to look like you're at the biggest thing in pop culture, and they were, and they did, and it accomplished exactly what they wanted to accomplish without it hurting anything. So I, I'm, I mean, I, I, if you were a fan, I don't know where they were. Was it Cleveland that they were? If you were a fan in Cleveland, I could understand yeah. being bothered because, like, you know, twenty percent of the show. Apparently, they did a six-man tag during the um the the segments. The se 
Yeah, they did dark matches during the segments, which okay. was smart. That's okay. what you I should mean, do. Yeah, that's what you should anyway. do. Sure. I mean, that that's that's something. I guess I thought to myself, like, if they had, and, and probably just wasn't possible logistically, and you got more access to, like, the production and all that stuff, I just thought to myself if they had been able to, like, I don't know if you've ever seen footage about how, how they do this in the UK when they play download with NXT. Like, they set up in a separate area, and there's, like, people, but... I mean, I guess to the point, like there's more likely that people going to that festival. Well, there's are there's a there's a little wrestling. bit of that, but it's also yeah. that like you can you peel off the people who are, but that defeats the purpose of what you're there to do. The purpose right. of what you're there to do is to get those camera shots. The Make purpose, it look really massive. On yes, TV. exactly right. That's the purpose of what you're there to do. It's not to try to like find the most ardent wrestling fans that were at Rolling Loud and have them be into it. And the other part that we can't speak to is they. The real purpose was to put Bianca Belair over in front of a largely black crowd that you do want to show. We have this amazing black champion. We we think you should try to embrace her, even if you're not really into professional wrestling. The way that a lot of people, a lot of uh, uh, of friends of mine that are black would tell you, they weren't super tennis fans, but they became massive Serena Williams fans. That they didn't care about a lot. They suddenly were into that. Correct. That that's what you're trying to accomplish is to say, hey, by the way, we also have this huge star and you might not be into wrestling, but we think you should be into her. And will that translate? No idea. Could not possibly tell you if it will or not. But I I thought it was really well executed, frankly. I thought it was what I what I thought it was I thought it was going to be very awkward and weird and after I actually saw it I said oh shit I I think this was really smart and worked out really well um and largely looked good for them and the people trying to make it seem like you know they didn't get a massive pop. like what what do you think they're getting like what they don't get massive pops for every match at a at a in front of WWE fans <laughs> yeah it's true I, I did personally think it came across a little awkward to be honest it with you I, I really did it did not come off that way to I, me. I don't think the Bianca part of it did but I I did think the longer those matches went on the more awkward it was and Chad Gable coming out was really fucking awkward I mean yeah no I mean like I I hear you but but to, to, but, to, but my thoughts were in line with Aaron if they had Sasha Banks there if they had Rey Mysterio there if they had but I, you know but, but Charlotte to, to, there but again you're basing that, you're basing that off the the idea that being that we want to get a bigger reaction and that's just not what they're there for they, they they're not there to get a big reaction they're there because they're trying to introduce a different market to their product and they, um, again, the Bianca Belair thing made it very clear. They want you to embrace Bianca Belair the way sure. that you embrace Serena Williams. They want you to give a shit about her. They want that to be important for a certain percentage of the market. And somebody might say, well, doesn't that come off as pandering? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it does. But it, it, is Serena Williams' popularity with the black community pandering? Or is it recognizing greatness and supporting greatness? I mean, I guess the difference is that, like, the tennis community didn't take Serena Williams to Rolling Loud and have her do a tennis match in front of well, the I mean, rap audience. I mean, you know, it's, it's like a, it's quite a different thing, obviously. That would be great, by the way. Just yeah, I mean, I'm, in the middle. Like, I kind of want to see that now. Okay, like, so, I, uh, hold on. The the baby's gonna come out and say some really fucked up shit in a minute. Yeah, 
before that happens, here's Tiger some tennis. Woods on the yeah, ninth green. yeah, gonna hit some golf balls. <laughs> like it's a, it's quite a different thing, man. <laughs> like let's By recognize the way, that. If Tiger Woods came out of the festival and was hitting like golf ball T-shirts into the crowd, people'd fucking freak out. All right. Uh, is it possible for Kevin Owens to get Baron Corbin over? No. I don't even know how they're trying to get him over. They're like, no, what? the answer is no, no. Maybe. I will say maybe. That's, you know what's really funny, Brandon? Like, oh, I, it, now that I think get about over it. in what form? <laughs> it's Kevin Owens. Get over in like a short-term, different thing to do with Baron. Like, Baron Corbin can't be a long-term face. Can't be. He's never going to be beloved. But could you do something different with him for four months that people enjoy for a little bit before he goes back to being Baron Corbin again. Yeah, here, here's here's what it can be. Remember when uh, DDP did the the positively page and took Christian under his wing, that sort of thing. Like, and then we kind of laughed at that for like three months. Yes, in that way. No, I don't think this is going to be a comedy bit at all. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, it's I, suppo- I, I I think it's a comedy bit. That's the way it works. It I think it started. Bit, I don't I think, think it, it kind of started that way. Which, by the way. Does not make um, Rick Boogs look great. Um, oh, it made Rick Boogs look like a dick. Absolutely, one hundred. One hundred percent. He looked like a dick. And like, like Dolph it, Ziggler and Bobby Roode should be doing that. Yes, like, one thousand, one thousand percent. That's all they should be doing. But no, it didn't make look Rick Boogs look great. And by proxy, didn't make Shinsuke look great. Right? Like Shinsuke yeah. was sort of laughing along with it. Right. 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 Um. <laughs> But no, I, I think that's how it works. If it's not a comedy bit, or at least if not pure comedy, leaning heavily into the comedy, then no, I don't think. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that, and I got to think about that a little bit more, right? Like, I don't know. I think I disagree about it being comedy because I don't think that's that Kevin Owens should be doing anything that's comedy. Um, so, <sighs> I'm not saying should it be. I'm just saying the. I feel the only way to get this over is by comedy. You don't think if there was a program moving forward where Kevin Owens was reluctantly bringing Baron and Corbin on board to face Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, that that couldn't work, that people couldn't embrace Kevin Owens trying to pick someone up and work that program from there and then see where it goes. And if that eventually turned into Apollo and Commander Aziz with, Baron Corbin winning the Intercontinental Championship from Apollo. I just I, I have a hard time seeing it get off the ground without us being having a reason to want him to pick Baron Corbin up. And I think the only reason to want people for people to want to uh, Baron Corbin to be picked up is if you in, in, uh, incorporate comedy into it. Do you think this is the Seamus problem where like you know basically this is the guy that we all just decided we don't like and no matter what they try to do. We're just gonna tell. We're just gonna not but, even but consider I think, it. I and, think there's two different things. There have been moments where we've been happy to root for Sheamus. I no, dis- no, no, right? I'm, yeah, I was no, gonna no, say. No, no. I, I don't think this is a Sheamus thing. Okay, hold on. Sheamus, t- like ten years ago, there was a three-year period, dude. I remember going on this show and saying that Roman Reigns worked that time because they put Sheamus up against him because everyone booed Roman Reigns against every fucking person. Except for Seamus. Well, and Seamus was there a great There was hundred percent a Seamus problem for a while, where everyone decided that Seamus sucks no matter what, and they would boo him no matter what. And part that of has the, turned the corner. 
with the bar and everything. I mean, we're talking pre the bar. But she- Sheamus was with Triple H and Vince McMahon at that point. Like Sheamus was a great heel because they positioned him as a great no, heel. No, but people did not like Sheamus. Like in general, like I, straight I, up. There definitely were other feelings related to Sheamus, but it was regularly be- related to his character. It wasn't people decide. No, people decided that they made that. Somebody made that comment about him being Triple H's lifting buddy, and ever since that happened, everyone booed Sheamus and said that he was terrible. Even when he was a face, and it it, it was a thing. Well, the, it, the problem was when he was a face, he was also making like black jokes and Mexican jokes. Well, we we and can't pretend jokes. like this wasn't a thing. We we talked about this before. How uh, we didn't, I, we didn't understand Brandon, it. You're we not you're not hearing good. what I know. What you're talking about. I'm yeah. saying that it lined up as well with what they had done with Sheamus. That it wasn't right. just. You know, you did everything right with Sheamus, and we've just decided we hate him. This was we never. It was never Jackson Riker. Like, Sheamus with was, the bar, we liked. It was. Well, I'm talking pre-bar. Pre-bar, they tried to make him a face. Everyone booed him because he was Triple H's lifting buddy. Are, are you talking about in 2011? Are you talking about like 2010, 2011? When they when they shaved his when they made, gave him the mohawk and turned him heel, we said this was the best move because everyone's right. going to boo him anyway. And uh, yes, they corrected his character. And by the way, we all came yes, here and he said, was also the worst. Face anyone sitting on well, that, and that's great. and th- but there's there's a million things there. They elevated him before he should have been elevated. They did a lot of things. Correct. All of those things I understand, but yeah. that it was regularly reacting to that. There really isn't that with Baron Corbin. There's not. There's no. There's no reason for anyone to hate Baron Corbin. There isn't. Um, but they do. But right? they do. Yeah. And because there's no reason to hate him, they've never attempted to actually do anything with Baron Corbin that would make you like him. They've never attempted right. that. We've never right. said, if you try to do something that would make us like Baron Corbin, we're going to tell you, fuck off, we hate him. They've never done that. Correct. I don't think it's impossible. This notion that it's got to be about comedy, I disagree with it. I no. think that they've created a thing where it, there's no more sport in in laughing at Baron Corbin, they've created a character that's that's destitute. Feel bad for him. Yeah. That you genuinely feel bad for, and Kevin Owens being the guy who's doing the right thing and trying to pick him up and make him a better person and say things like, "Hey, bud, that's what happens when you're an asshole to everyone. You get this reaction, something along those lines," and having him genuinely try to be a better person under Kevin Owens. Admitting that at some point the story becomes Baron Corbin versus Kevin Owens down the road, understanding that's where it leads to eventually. In the meantime, I think you can make it work to do a buddy cop thing with Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin where people can enjoy it until you get to the inevitable, which is Baron Corbin turning again on Kevin Owens and going right back to being the guy that he was before. I think that can be pulled off. If they envision him as being a face for three years, no, of course not. That's not there's there's nothing there. Like what what would and I be? And I guess that's for? the question. If we're just kind of waiting for him to turn back, can we ever really get behind him? We get behind Randy Orton. Like n- knowing that he's a snake, we get behind him. Like we we like things. They can be things fair. that we that's enjoy. Fair. That's that's fair. I mean, for a minute, that was Kevin Owens, right? We were like, everyone's just waiting for Kevin Owens to turn back again. It's true, but we just for decided we decided we liked him, and that's the way yeah. that it went. Anything else we need to cover? I guess. I mean, we 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 would have made fun if AJ could have done the show this week. Would have made fun of him. That's a shameful performance. Fucking shameful. Absolutely I mean, awful. Absolutely. It is- I, I will he say to keep I, his I'm eye su- on the ball. 
Yep. He needs to do that. But but talking about that seriously, I, I'm surprised that they're just going full. They're on a work face now. Like I kind of always envisioned them as kind of the cool heels or the tweeners or whatever. But they're they're just having a work straight face, which you, surprises me you a little say bit. that for now. For now, you say I, but, I yeah. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying it has to be. You know, and I would forward, and I would be careful but. saying straight face versus more like anti heel. I, yeah. I, okay. I think it's they, they were the, the way they worked, like the way that the the moves were going on, the way that they were like taking away everything about the character. I'm just talking about right. just perfect how the the X's and O's of it. It was they worked as faces. well. I mean, they were facing Imperium. That's exactly like I mean, well, my exactly. God. Well, right. that's I'm just I'm surprised. That, I'm <laughs> like, a surprised they're going that route. That's all. That's all I, I'm saying. But I and I if 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 that leans into I it would be problematic for me if it leans into trying to make them you know white meat baby faces. That would make no sense. Um, but just acknowledging it's a cool character and people, these are cool characters who people are inclined to like. And so we can't put them up against faces anymore because that's problematic. I think that's 1000% what you need to do in this circumstance. But I think there is a big difference between being pure face and just anti heel. Just we're going to work against heels. We, we don't really care about you or we're not here to align ourselves with all the good guys or anything we're just we don't like the heels and we're gonna fuck them up um i'm okay with that we good anything else we need to cover Migs is facing danhausen it's cool i'm happy for migs love migs yes happy for migs danhausen you know he's amazing all those things i'm all for it anything else no. I mean, I feel like I've been gone for forever. I should have more to say. I just don't. I got to be flat out. I don't. What, I don't. what do you think about Biggie? What, 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 where are we going with Biggie? I mean, I, I, I feel I, everybody likes Biggie, and I mean the same thing. I think they'd like him more if he was still more obviously the New Day. I, I think that I feel. Don't you think this is the perfect time to correct that mistake? Yep, I do. I think it's a perfect Can time. I, they, they told and, and the story. I, I, Yep, and and as I said last week, the best thing they could do right now is insert Biggie right into the match because I'm I'm totally out on Goldberg versus Lashley, Biggie versus Lashley versus Goldberg. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm fine with that. I think that's gonna be fun if they do it. The only thing, by the way, the only thing I really want is I think that Biggie needs to be the guy, and I said this last week. He needs to be the guy that cashes in for a match. And not attacking the guy after, I think you you should establish him as a strong face champion that faces someone face to face, whether it's the there, triple threat. There, or- there is one other way to do that, which is if Bobby Lashley is wins a match and then is murdering someone afterwards, like is yeah. is is, no, is not a real challenge. Ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Correct. You can, you can do it. You can do it suddenly, but them standing face to face. And I think it's, I think it's uh, particularly with there only being one briefcase left. I think it's better to do it suddenly because you still get the sort of shock of the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like at this point cashing in for an announced match. Um, but to do it, but like, let's say it's SummerSlam, he beats Goldberg in like five seconds or a a minute, but it's not, he's standing there and he's like, nobody can beat me. That, that to me, that to me isn't enough. You, it's got to be what we saw, like a Bobby Lashley uh, recently. It's got to be that after the match is over, and this is why it wouldn't happen with Goldberg because they can't do that to Goldberg. It's got to be that after the match is over, you're kicking the shit out of someone. And I Biggie, think they could do that. They could do that to Goldberg if he cheats, if he hits him with a chair or something, and he's and 
they might be able to pull that off. He, you know, he starts, he throws them in, in throws Would them into Goldberg the be okay with it? That's the part I mean, that I. He's done a couple things like that. Where, like, what were the couple of matches where they did stuff on the outside and broke through barricades? And yeah, but he didn't get his ass kicked. Right, it he didn't get a, embarrassed. He was usually the one doing the ass kicking on the but outside. Don't you think before... he would be okay if it was like with a chair or with like very clearly a disadvantaged? I don't. Shitty. I I don't know if he would or he, not. He seems like a guy who doesn't want to look bad. Yep. That's, and even though it's fair. it's inherent. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. Well, he got killed by Braun Strowman and minutes but but the night after SummerSlam, if like kofi gets another match with him and they're doing he does it to kofi afterwards and all of a sudden that music hits and here comes biggie running down to the ring to cash in uh as he's destroying kofi that creates exactly what i'm looking that that's the thing where the only thing that stinks is the night after SummerSlam isn't where SummerSlam is so you're not going to get that kind of crowd oh because it's not- there it's a saturday night SummerSlam, so it wouldn't be the night after SummerSlam anyway it would be well and it's yeah and it's somewhere else it's like not in the town where SummerSlam is so you're not going to get that crowd that like hibernated in a town for three days i i think that so i by the way we talked about this last week i mean this well madison square garden yeah but th- this is part but that's, of the. But that's a SmackDown, isn't it? It's SmackDown. It, 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 but it's it, no, it's an everyone show. It, it, it's SmackDown, but everyone's going to be there. It's Super SmackDown. Okay. All right. So All the, right. they're they're advertising. Yeah, but everyone. that's that's a really tricky thing to do to NBC and yeah. the USA to say. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have your championship change hands on the other network. <laughs> like, I don't well, think so, you're gonna be able to do that. So here's here's what I think. I think that. Um, it's the Goldberg thing is what screws everything up as always, because I think you've already told a fucking story that is pretty good to insert Big E into, which is that Bobby Lashley just beat up both of his friends. Yeah. I mean, like I know, and, and we talked about this last week. I think when you have John Cena, I don't think you need John Bill Goldberg. Like oh, I, I, I well, I think I un- if you didn't have John Cena, I get it. I, underst- I understand what you're saying. I do. But I still think the cash-in, there needs to be a moment. There needs to be a, this is why it matters. I just don't like the idea of the cash-in being to throw myself into a triple threat. I get that somebody would say, well, Seth Rollins did that. Yes, but he created a moment in doing it. He came out during the match and created an amazing moment. I think you have to create a moment. I think it is a huge mistake to use it that way ever. I mean, I just, I'll, I never, I'm never okay with that. I, I, I agree. And again, it, it's why I, I hate the, you know, cash in the same day or day after with the briefcase, the other briefcase, which is completely ridiculous. I will say this, that if you want to make Big E and you're trying to create a situation where he is without a question, you know, if he beats Bobby Lashley and Goldberg in a triple threat match, that makes him as a wrestler, as, as you know, whatever questions about how credible he is, there's that. But you're right. It's a bad use of the money in the big briefcase. So one other thing. It, so, but by the way, both of these to me line up depending on what else you have in the uh, – waiting in the wings for Roman Reigns, but like, you know, the Usos are there. <laughs> Big E in the New Day. I mean, like, there's kind of a thing there that could work. But do we believe at all that Big E would be the person to beat Roman Reigns? I, I just don't. The briefcase cannot be used with Roman Reigns. 
Period. But if no, not period. period. I, I period. 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 If, if it's to say I want to face you at WrestleMania, here's my briefcase. That's not okay. <sighs> I don't think it can be cashed in on him in a way that they do it, where he's down and out, and someone comes in and takes the belt. I absolutely think it could be a face-to-face. I'm a man. I don't do that. I want the match. Here's the briefcase. Particularly if the Usos in the New Day fight, and then they all beat the shit out of both of them. Okay, after the match. that that story works. That story works. I'm I'm reluctant. I I had somebody else. I had someone with WWE connections that listened to the show. I don't want to say anything more. Um, who said to me months ago? I think this should all set up for Big E to be the guy. And I just sort of said, like, I don't feel it. I don't feel the you Big don't E thing. feel the power? Yeah, I don't feel the power. Now, again, part of that course corrects, no offense, it course corrects if he starts coming back out to the New Day music. And it's the nude. I, I mean this with all due. This was the problem with you guys freaking out about him needing to have his own music. It, it's not it, there's no there there with that it's not a I big deal I don't know deal. man that pop was pretty big he, I, he just won the briefcase there, no there, before that it wasn't yes, it, it wasn't was. it was no bigger than anybody else's pop that night everybody was getting pops because everybody's happy to be back there was no bigger pop for Big E it was in line with everyone who was not John Cena well if we if right. we want to go relitigate this if we want to go relitigate this, is the reason that Kofi Kingston hasn't gotten an offensive move off in his last two title matches because he would never be was Kofi Kingston? He was Kofi Kingston member of the New Day. But that's insane. He he beat Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania as Kofi Kingston member of the New Day. Dick, Jesus, <laughs> trying that's to make fair. that a thing is so stupid. It's fair. well, hold on, hold on. But again, uh, uh, no, I won't go down this road. <laughs> no, <laughs> so attempt to attempt road. to, so I can undress you. I mean, my my last, I want to see okay. last match was just simply okay. that. The, the, when, when, when Kofi lost to Brock, when, when, when Kofi lost to Brock, AJ, the the. Def- Hello. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, this is even he did it to himself. I didn't even get the chance to do it. <laughs> Damn it! I was ready to prepare another battle rap. Go ahead, try it again. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can yes. hear you now. Okay. When when he lost to Brock without getting off an offensive move, AJ said, well, it's because he's not a top-tier guy. He's not even Finn Balor. He's not of that level. He's not that kind of guy. And I think it's worth asking, why That's... is Kofi Kingston not Finn Balor? One, I disagreed with that. Kofi Kingston was the guy that just literally beaten Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, so I disagreed That's with fine, the premise. But, but he, you know, he's clearly not. He's, he's but... the only guy who can't get offensive moves off in title matches. Except for the ones where he did, Dick. No, you, you I can't. Know. You, like, no, but here, okay, wait. Let me go back to this. Okay, so they did the thing with Brock Lesnar, right? Glenn, you weren't here for this conversation, but basically I said I 100% think they did the right thing in this title match because it was to benefit Bobby Lashley. You can't have him go toe-to-toe with the guy who lost to Brock Lesnar in five seconds twice. But if, was... if you want Bobby Lashley to be that level of a person, you can't have Kofi get killed by Brock Lesnar and then go toe-to-toe for 20 minutes with Bobby Lashley. You just can't do it, in my opinion. Um, to me, that match was 100% about that, and the Brock matches were because Brock is Brock, and that's what they wanted to do. He competed in every other title I match. Mean, this is the thing. Like, we're trying to pretend like I there understand. weren't a boatload of other title matches. You're pointing no, out but, two. But, but I, I, can, I can, in the past 10 years... Name the title matches that ended with one person not getting an offensive move off. I, mean, I can name two. John people. Cena did that. 
John Cena hit him with he an F some move. And, and I, you're you're he, making yeah, you're making it somehow. You're you are I'm creating a standard. No you're creating a standard by which um it, it's a squash, but you're deciding it's a certain type of squash. Other guys yeah, have gotten squash. Type of matches that don't happen and have only happened in my recollection over the past decade in title matches to two people: Kofi Kingston and Ricochet. Did Rey Mysterio do have a match like that as well? I don't remember him not getting I, any I, off any matches where he didn't get any offensive moves. I, I mean, I, I think I think you're overreacting to a lot of things. I think the P, the WWE Network slash Peacock era is far different than the pay per view era, where you weren't going to have people pay a certain amount of money to then watch their guy uh, not not literally get an offensive move in. I think that wrestling has changed because people aren't paying fifty dollars for all of these shows anymore, and there's things that you'll do now that wouldn't do beforehand. Do do I think that they dropped the ball? I absolutely thought they dropped the ball with the Kofi Kingston thing when it came to Brock Lesnar. Um, this notion that it that that there is some like Kofi Kingston isn't a big deal because he's part of the New Day. It's the only reason why he's a big deal. It's the only reason why anyone has ever given a shit about Kofi Kingston. You're so far out of your fucking gourd here. I can't believe you are saying these things and and believing that I would listen to them and not rip your intestines out. The only reason why Kofi Kingston matters is because of the New Day. That's fine. Okay, do you believe that for Big E? No one gives a fuck about Big E. Tell me what Big E did that would matter before he joined the New Day. Tell me about it. Tell me about how good things were for Big E. If you're saying that none of these guys can exist without the New Day, that's fine. I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying they haven't. That apparently makes them lesser. What? I would say that a guy who cannot exist without a stable in any way, which is what you're saying. You're saying you're using the word can't. I'm saying they haven't. There are two different things. Okay, then then guys who haven't. I would would add to it. I think Glenn is saying they shouldn't as well. Well, they now, now at this point, it's very clear. The New Day is this big pop culture giant. It's more important than anything. And now to say, but we'd rather it just be Big E by himself, makes no fucking sense. No, well, People I, I like the question. New Day more Does than they like Big E. What? Does it put a cap on them as single superstars if they have to be? No, because they're representing the New Day, stupid. What, wait, what are you struggling with here? My, my struggling is where Kofi King, like Kofi King, as a singles wrestler is not a Finn Balor. Well, here, here's the thing. He's I, much I more important than on. Finn Balor. What are I you talking about? I think there's two things going on here. I think what Glenn's saying is accurate. However, WWE has trained us to think this way about people that are in teams. It's, it's insane. Talk, but have they not treated... Dude, I can go back to times where they've decided that Shawn Michaels was a tag team guy and they would job him out the way that they do the Xavier Woods. I mean, we know Shawn Michaels and his history or whatever. There were times where it was DX as a but tag team. We, but we, and when we, they would do Shawn Michaels versus like Lance Cade or whoever the fuck he was fighting, he would lose matches. In, in like, any world, do you think that Christian was more relevant than Edge and Christian? No. My God, we have our Edge. answers here. Edge was 100%. Sometimes guys are. That's what These guys aren't. Out. But yeah, that, what were we saying? If you have take been, Kofi away, at, so now that no, you've wait, given hold him on. Food. But right there, right there's the argument. He wouldn't have been if they stayed Edge and Christian the whole time. He wouldn't have achieved what he achieved when he was Edge with Lita, when he was Edge fighting John Cena, the ultimate opportunist. This whole you have no character. idea if that's true or not. You don't know. If they had but still it, had it's Christian. relevant to talk about because it and happened. We don't know if Kofi could have been bigger if he had separated No, we do because we watched movie. Kofi Kingston for years and he wasn't. We have the answer. But, but, that, but, but, no, but, you but could that's use, after. 
You're, no, you're doing you're doing revisionist history. Edge didn't become Edge before he was Edge and Christian. No, Kofi, they not. attempted to have over as a singles performer for years, and it never worked. The New could, Day did. But you could argue that informed by the New Day, they should be able. Like that's like saying that you know, there's 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 other people like Steve Austin, for example. That's like saying that like. Steve Austin before the Hollywood Blondes didn't work as a solo guy, so after the Hollywood Blondes, they shouldn't try to make him a solo guy. I mean, like, like if you go back to WCW, like, Steve Austin worked all right. Steve Austin with the Hollywood Blondes and Brian Pillman was super fucking over, and he was way more over because of it after as a singles. I mean, those are the kinds of things. Like, will it always work? Of course not. Like, you've got Owen Hart as an example of someone that, they tried as a single. There's tons of examples of this. There's yes. millions of them. Well, yes, but this is only me so reacting. It's not unfair to suggest that it could work. No, again. but you're not saying it could. It's the notion that he has to be solo in oh, order for them to be bigger. Well, no and that's batshit crazy. Yeah. The yeah. evidence is quite the contrary. The evidence is. The New Day is over in a way that no one else had been. The New Day was, was the was biggest... Was over in a way that no one else had been. I mean, correct. And yeah. a reformed New Day, there's no reason to think, would be, be anything big. other than as over as they have always been. Putting the three of them back together. And Big E, with his music and his own thing and out without them, is not, I'll go beat Roman Reigns now. But Big A, Big E representing the New Day and reliving that and going back through the New Day being what everyone was wearing to every arena every night and that guy maybe being the guy that could beat Roman Reigns in this scenario, that's something you can listen to. This is, is the guy's great. I like Big E quite a bit. But pretending like Big E is that level of star to beat this Roman Reigns without being part of the New Day Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. We are playing in make-believe land for the fun of it. This is nonsense. The New Day was the biggest thing in professional wrestling. The New Day was what you went to the merch stand to find out what they had. That was what it was. Pretending like it's like any other faction is silly. It's nonsense. It's stupid. You've got your answer. You know your answer. You're just trying to be a guy for the sake of making yourself seem smarter. Harsh. I mean, look, here's, here's what I could say. That, as you said, we've had plenty of guys. We've never seen this because we've never seen... Do you think they've given Big E a, a true top, top, top guy, best they can do push? No, but they don't do that with much of anyone. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd like. I'm curious to see what it's like. I I, I would like to see that I, I, because it, I do think I do think that Big E part of the New Day isn't Roman Reigns. I, I think the only way that Big E can match Roman Reigns is by being part of the New Day. No, 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 no. Not match. I, I'm saying long term career guy who has a great title reign. Guy. Who but you're using through. Roman Reigns as the standard. That's insane. Well, I wonder. Big E has everything. Big E is like Miro. Big E has can work, can talk, can do everything. Has charisma. I'm curious what that could be. That's but you're all. using Roman Reigns as a standard and trying Fine. to think that that's that's nuts. That's okay, nuts. Just below, I want him to be. I'm curious. And if he's Again, solo, is, he what's could. What's the reason? What's the reason that Big E shouldn't be 
as big as you think Rusev should have been. Because they couldn't get Rusev there. Because no, 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 this happens no, no. all the time. They couldn't get Rusev there. Do not say they couldn't. That's fine. Don't they did. They, they didn't. Use whatever word you want to use. They didn't get Rusev there. Because they and regularly don't know how to do it. the failure of WWE. So yes. If they don't get Big E there, is that the all-time failure of WWE? No, it's, it's not. Because he has everything that Rusev has. No, because he's already accomplished more than Rusev. Already. He's already accomplished more than Rusev. He's already been a bigger deal than Rusev. 100%. Now... Is it would it be a bummer if he's not more than that? Sure, but this notion that you can definitely get there or that they definitely will I, get I'm there, I'm not even saying can or would, I'm just saying they could. But I know, I know 100% that Big E representing the New Day can 100% be that guy because I've seen it, I've watched it. Kofi Kingston was the most important person in professional wrestling. They can uh, as do you that. Said, Kofi Kingston was not Kofi Kingston with the New Day. Correct. And I'm wondering if Big E could be without the New Day because he has everything. Big E has everything. I like Big E a great deal. I love Big E. I'm all in. And if you've got the faith that they're going to get that right, God bless you. I've watched I enough professional. They have anything right. They ha- they, if, they, if it's about faith, they, no. I I know what they had right. They had the new day right. They had that one thousand percent correct. And so there is. It's silly to think that you would do anything besides that when you're trying to make this. If that's the direction. If the direction is ultimately Biggie's supposed to be the guy, let Biggie as part of the new day go become the guy, and then see what happens after that. Go from there. But and by the way, if you're going to do that, I think Roman Reigns is the way. You, you're not going to become the guy beating Bobby. I'm, I'm sorry. You're just not going to become the guy beating Bobby Lashley. I, I, I don't think you – know, and that's if we're talking the guy. If, if that, like you said with your conversation, if they think he's the guy, well, the guy has to beat the current guy. No, you gotta, dis- no, got to beat the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah, right? no question. No, you definitely can't make him that guy by beating Bobby Lashley. There's no question about that. He would, But I don't know if that's the plan either. Like, as, as much as, exactly. Right. No, I, I don't think that is the plan. Right. I, it, it would be neat. I would love for that to happen, but God bless. Like, I, I just, I have, I have no actual reason to assume that that's the plan uh, whatsoever. God, we do this all the time. Got to, got to have his own music. Got to have God stop. The New Day was the biggest thing in the world. People cared about the New Day. They didn't give a crap about professional wrestling. Do that. Do that eternally. Do that forever. Forever. Anything else? Nah. One last thing. Oh God, damn it. Smojo's winning the title. He better. Right? I mean, I'd, he better be winning the title. That's the that was the point of all this. He better be winning the title. I mean, I okay. I mean, I don't really know if they have carrying cross plans or not. So I, it's hard for me to to figure out what exactly is going I mean, on. They got to wait for Jeff Hardy to get over his COVID so that he <laughs> could lose to him again. Something like that. All right. What do you want? What do you want to plug, Aaron? I'll start with you. Uh, Vison.com. Check out the nightcap, seven to ten Pacific, ten p.m. one a.m. Eastern time, and check me out on Twitter at the Aoster. Brandon. Knock on wood, uh, August 13th is our reopening show with Get the Let Out. Um, got a whole bunch of stuff on the calendar. Go to ramsheadlive.com, um, at ramsheadlive on Instagram, at ramsheadlive on Twitter. If you want to go to see Leon Bridges, you better get your tickets like today. <laughs> I, was, I can't believe you still have any at this point. <laughs> I don't even know if we do. I haven't checked. Oh, uh, probably not. I um, cannot wait. I am so excited. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. And then see I'm you on Sunday, right. September 26th at Rams Head Live. Uh, I will see you there. Yeah, with, and Glenn won't have pants on. I never do. But, <laughs> uh, 
and as always, I'm at Brandon. Lynch I'm looking on forward. Twitter. I'm looking forward to the part two where Brandon's like, dude, I don't actually really like care about this show. I wasn't really planning on going to it. And me being like, <laughs> you, no, I'll probably be there. Oh, I, I think I think it's a fair bet. <laughs> I'm so excited about that show. Oh, I'm so excited about it. <sighs> All right, at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com for me, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, aka Top Dollar, aka Frank. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben. Jobbing out. Jumping out. Fuck Aaron for talking about how I'm always the one that complains last week. I'm sure I'm the one who always <laughs> complains. Aaron. <laughs>